people deluded i'm back again man i hope everyone's doing well and safe i hope everyone's you know ready for a stress-free stream i don't know if i can't even say that awesome, but hopefully it's good vibes and that man get your talking points etc etc Hey, that was all mad. <clears throat> people deluded. I'm back again. People deluded. They asked me, Am I the best content creator alive? I say, Don't ask trick questions. Don't be stupid. Of course, I do this. And the serious note, though, I hope everyone's well and safe. I hope everyone's in good spirits. I hope everything everything is going cushy in you lot's life. It's Monday morning. Obviously, we're going to waffle about Arsenal and football in a second. Definitely, I've got a lot to say. Not too much to be happy about. Obviously, them Newcastle brothers. They're making couple signings. They brought in Dan Burn. They brought in Wood. They brought in Guimarães. You know, point being, there's some optimism there. Spurs, Bentecourt, Kulisevsky. You know, who else is there in the in the in, in the market? There's a couple other ones and twos and things there. And even West Ham allegedly looking at Darwin Nunes now. Where Arsenal's concerned, it don't feel like nothing's bagging. I'm sure, like a lot of Arsenal fans, we've got a uh, you know, we've got you. you you're pessimistic. You're not hoping for sign. You're hoping for signage. You're not expecting any, but you've got a glimmer of hope. You're hoping that this is acting bangs or there's a next brother out there that gets signed. All I wanted was a centre mid. All I've wanted for the last two years is a central midfielder. And I think if you've been following me on YouTube and Twitch, you know I've been very vocal in that. In Arsenal fashion, you know, I not only managed to get disappointed, but you've somehow managed to make matters worse with people leaving. And, you know, assuming Aubameyang goes, that's 17 first team players, you know. I believe, and there's 17 games left to go. Whether that's the wisest of decisions, you lot know better than me. We're going to get into all of that in a second. Of course, you know, we're going to get into the transfer business, Arsenal thoughts, etc. Appreciative, first things first, people, you know, to all of you lot who are tuned in. Like I said, it's Monday morning. I hope everyone's doing well and safe and everybody is moving that much closer to their goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations. If you didn't have a best of weeks last week, I've been there. We go again, in it. If you had a great week last week, you can't rest on your laurels we go again in it and move that much closer to our goals hopes dreams ambitions aspirations and all of that as i always say quite bluntly if you don't have your health you're dead in it so as usual i'm wishing everybody listening and their loved ones and whatnot continued good health and just good health in all aspects of the word people like i said i hope everyone's doing well and safe i, I hope there's nothing in them regards i hope the biggest thing we can stress about is is, is transfers whatever team you support from we can waffle about transfers you know, there's real life going on, really and truly. So, yeah, appreciative to you lot in the comments, man. I see you lot in the comments from early. Again, it's appreciative to sit here, whether it's on Twitch and YouTube, and be here with you guys and you lot supporting each and every day. Really, it'd be dead if you wasn't. Anyone we buy is a panic, bro. I can't lie, man. You know, I've, I've bought crap goods in panic. Sometimes I've panicked and bought some designer clothes and they've worked out good, man. We can, you know, press the panic alarm. We should be panicking. We haven't got here by mistake. You know, one thing that really annoys me about Arsenal Football Club, much like how we play on the football field, do I, I don't doubt that Edu, Arteta, Kronke, whoever, I don't doubt they came into January with a plan. You go back to Edu's comments. Yeah, we did. You know, I don't think we did everything we needed to do in the summer, especially in midfield. But he said maybe it's just ones and twos and obviously in the summer you saw that you know 
we tried to go for a midfielder. Yes, when Xhaka was keeping it moving, we tried allegedly to get Latoura Martinez and Tammy Abraham. So a striker was on the agenda. Now, we all know January for a variety of reasons is difficult to do business, etc., etc. I don't doubt Arsenal came into this with a plan. But trying to get Arthur Melo, it didn't bang. Trying to get Vlahovic, whether it's stupid to chase a man or not, it didn't bang. You know, Telemann's talking to him about a summer move right now. He's not there. And there was a couple other things going on. Much like, as I was saying, on the football field, I don't doubt for a second that Arsenal had a plan. But um, relating it to the pitch, it just feels like we can plan for something all week or plan for something. And then when we're in that situation or variable, other variable, the variables are changing and, and the dynamic is shifting, we struggle to adapt. Again, respectfully for me, I... Obviously, as a fan, I don't know who's to blame. I just say it's a collective team. Kronke, Josh, big up to you lot for doing your thing with the Rams and going to the Super Bowl. But for Arsenal Football Club over there, Gillespie Road, nothing's going on. You're the owner of the football club. Everything is indirectly your fault. And to be fair to Arteta and Edu, you heard they tried to get the Arthur Mello thing done. For whatever reason, it was vetoed. So them two have done their jobs. Identified the talent in Arteta's case, get a deal agreed in Edu's case, and they've been shagged. I've only got so much sympathy because you lot knew what the thing was when you signed for this football club, but you get it, people. So there's that to be wary of. Um, and obviously, but at the same time, I don't care. I don't know who's to blame. I don't, I, I, it's not for me to care. We're all in this together. You're all in the collective. You got praise for the summer. What's going on? You needed a central midfielder. You've somehow managed to make our central midfield options look weaker. I know El Nene, Xhaka, Partey, all of these guys are back for Wolves, but we're betting on a lot for 17 games, you know. We sp it just feels like we're giving up the season already, in my opinion. I'm not doubting Arteta and the boys and things, but you have a chance of top four. You need to be getting top six minimum with your Europa League. Eddie and Ketty and Lacazette are keeping it moving. They've got probably, you know, I've probably got more goals in my pocket, you know, with my pocket change than they, than, than they have in the Premier League. We're asking a lot. Midfield, we're asking a lot. Look at what we've done to get to this point. The injuries, the COVID, the, the variety of things. We're betting on a lot and we're showing naivety. So for me, again, the window at this moment isn't closed, but it don't look good. It's very reactive and it's everybody's fault, you know, really. I don't care if Edu's 10% more to blame than Arteta and Kronke. This, you're all in it together. I ain't got time to pick and choose. I don't care if you was aggressive for Vlahovic, tried to get Izzat, tried to get midfielders. Man need to bring people in. You don't get awards for trying. And you've all shagged yourself. You've all shagged yourselves really and truly because, again, you're making your task harder. Every time Arsenal are linked with someone, it's, oh, I want to play Champions League. I want to be in Europe. Now, we know the finances that help us and we know there's a direct correlation between our failings off the field and how it affects us in terms of the players we can bring in and, you know, our, our inability to identify and obviously help us. Our failings on the field with, you know, not being one of the, the big boys in the league and things is harming us off it with commercial reasons and things. So you could have set yourself up for a platform, maybe give your, you know, maybe if you pushed on and got Europe, maybe the, the people that control the finances or players that you want that might not give you the time of day might say, let's do this thing in the summer. Instead, you've kind of set it back and variables change. You know, I always say, yeah, no one was expecting top four, but hell, even top six. I was expecting a challenge for it because that's what you should be doing. That is the minimum, but no one was expecting it. Of course, they've got the dynamics have shifted. Go back to the Leicester season. Leicester didn't plan to win the league that season, but the dynamics shifted. So we've got to be able to adjust 
unfairly. And it, we, I just feel there's a lot of unnecessary complacency. Where there's almost this, it's almost like we're assuming that we're going to rank among a top four to top two, top six place. And it's not going to work like that. I hope to be wrong, but there's a lot we're right, we're riding on. You know, other teams have stronger squads than us, stronger depth than us. Some play, some, you know, you are seeing United, for example, you see a Lingard might be going Newcastle, Van der Beek, I swear he's gone Everton. There might have been a couple of other outgoings, but everyone has de depth. You know, yeah, Spurs have, looks like Ndombele's gone back to Lyon. Brian Gill's keeping it moving. Rumours of Lacelso. I hope to God Bentacor and Kulisevsky don't bang, but they're two players I like a lot. Unfortunately, they play for the Ops. That's giving them a boost. What, where's our boost? You know, if anything, you lot should have took taken the hard line and said, fuck, fuck it, Ainsley. You're not going nowhere, bro. You need to stay. We're begging on a lot. And we've seen injuries. We've seen suspensions. We've seen loss of form. Boy. You know, as much as it's, you know, as much as it will be down to the players, I think everyone has to take collective responsibility. And this tells me that really you are not writing off the season, but writing off the season, Cole, what are you playing for? You're in one competition, you know, you have to give it your all in terms of the champs. Obviously, it is what it is, or Europe, it is what it is if you don't sign anyone. But it just tells me there's no real pressure. You know, we're going to get into Aubameyang, he's keeping it moving. Fair play. I don't care about Aubameyang leaving. It's more the impact. Aubameyang is a striker. We're not bringing in a striker. We're relying on two men whose contracts are running out. Lacazette called the general plating. We're going to have to do it. But they're not scoring. Neither is Aubameyang. If one of them get injured, what's happening? And it's unfair on the young players. It's setting the young players up, not necessarily for failure. On one hand, they're getting opportunities. They're playing. But you, you're expecting them in these 17 games to prove decisive where you've seen up until this point, Saka and Smith-Rowe have gone through good and bad moments of form. And forget the more, Martinelli the same, you know, started the season, fair enough, the dynamics were, were different, but Martinelli looked a bit rusty. Now his chance has come and the team looked a bit healthier. He's doing his thing, you know, you're relying on them. Obviously, Ben White, one season in the Premier League, Ramsdale just got his feet under the door at the Emirates, just got his, got, just got the number one jersey, basically. You know, of our young players in and around the team, you, there's no talisman. You know, you look at the other teams, they've got talisman. West Ham got a bag of them. United, if it goes well, got a bag of them. You know, Spurs got Kane and that. Who's, the, who's standing up to be counted? It's unfair, man. It's really unfair. And, you know, it's self, we're, we're, our, we're, our backs are already up against it. And we're just, we're just shooting ourselves in the foot, man. And for me, if we don't sign someone, specifically a midfielder, the little optimism I personally have is gone. Like, it, 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 you know me, I'm, it's not that I'm pessimistic. I can only be as optimistic and, and as pessimistic as the data or I believe what I can see in front of me. And what I can see in front of me is young players. There's, you know, there's good things. There's things to be positive at Arsenal, but there's also things to be wary of. And it just feels like when we make two steps, whether it's because of, whether it's transfers or tactics or whatever, we take two back. Or if there's two things to be positive about, there's two things to be wary about and things like that. And it scares me. You know, Edu said we're going to need one or two players in the following windows. Man, don't see no one or two players. I even look at Lokonga. I go back to Edu. All I care about is receipts. I go back to Edu's comments. You know, he said Lokonga, you know, him and Arteta keep saying Lokonga's played more than we expected. We've got Xhaka and Party in midfield. Even that's a naive game. Arteta, when you're coming out and saying the market is complicated, for me, that don't help me because we know that. And you said that a year before. You know, for me, when I'm seeing you wanting to persist with Eddie and Ketia and Lacazette, where Eddie might be going Newcastle, Lacazette, to my knowledge, ain't got no offer. This tells me that this season's another free hit and there's no target. So there's no real ambition or man are not really trying to do something really and truly. You're not. Of course, you want to win games and finish as high as you can. But this tells me man are not trying to do things, you know. Every other club that's fighting for Europe is not going to do, not going to be in this situation in midfield or specifically up front or make these decisions. West Ham aren't going to do it. Spurs aren't going to do it. Sad to say, United aren't going to do it. You bare man not going to do it. So why are we? 
It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I hope, you know, I'm listen, Pepe and Lacazette in the second half of the seasons for the last two years, or definitely where Pepe is concerned, and Lacazette last year, they've been bad boy footballers. So I'm I'm just hoping for second season optimism. I'm hoping the young Gs can do their thing, you know, asking for a lot, man. You are, you know, just because right now it's, it's it's a mazza, really and truly, man. It's a it's a it's a it's a booky one, man. For opinions on that Bruno intro vid, I see him throwing shade at Edu still. Myth, big up the New Zealanders as well. Well, you might as well sign Wilshere, but again, Arteta's lost up. You know, for me, I'm not against bringing Jack Wilshere. I'm pessimistic on it because how? What's his physical condition? When last did he play football like that? Really, away from my optimism and how much I love the guy. You know, how was his physical condition? How many games can he play and things like that? But I look at Arteta. You lose again. I can only go off what man say. You know, what man do. He was very blasé and you know, no, in fact, sorry, that's not the right word. Very specific in. Will share no new contract, nothing. He didn't do the Wenger thing or a more experienced manager thing where they say a lot but say nothing, where they don't exactly say he can get a new contract. They don't play it down. He was very specific with his words. So, again, things humble. We all say things that we, you know, we wouldn't do stuff and then we do things. That's cool. But you lose it. You lose credibility because it tells me that, you know, if you signed him after being so vocal, kind of dismissing it, what happened there? It's crazy, man. Very crazy. It's great. It's crazy. I wouldn't say we're done. There's plenty to be optimistic about, but we're moving crazy and we're going to get into it. When you're seeing the Rams do their thing, is well, it is. And maybe Arteta and Eddie are losing the trust of, or maybe Arteta specifically losing the trust of the Cronkies. I don't believe that because he's got a good relationship. But this feels like this is the first window where, definitely in Arthur Mello's case, where he suggested something and he hasn't got it. Like, for whatever reason, maybe they're saying, well, you spent 200 odd mil, but I don't know. Really and truly, so it's 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 a it's a it's a bra it's a brazy one, man. It's a brazy one, and what they don't understand is not getting Europe has a knock-on effect for you being able to get players and things like that. Sets up the platform for the young players. Maybe again to play devil's advocate, let's be real. Saka Martinelli, these guys have a fantastic opportunity playing for Arsenal week in week out. No other club is really just busting young G's like that, whether we want to or not. But at the same time, would they necessarily want to re-sign a couple of them, including Saliba, who's not at the club, contracted until 2020, 2024? 20, 20, um, yeah, man. Didn't Bruno say he wants to win with Leon? Shows you money talks. Well, money talks, bro. You know, people are getting at Newcastle saying they play bare commissions and that. Respectfully, Newcastle, you know, away from what they used to be and whatnot, they're not an attractive proposition for someone like Bruno Kimara. So they've got to make it worth his role. Respectfully, man probably said, who is Eddie Howe? You know, I know he knows about Newcastle, they're a big club, but he's like, who's Eddie Howe? You men are getting relegated, make it worth my while. It's what it is. That's what Arsenal got to be humble, you know. It's all bang, beating off the chest where Arsenal, saying, no, nah, listen, you can come here. We're Arsenal, London thing. Remember what we used to do, you know, where we're trying to get to. But if worse comes to us, you can do your thing here a couple of years, you'll get a move. we got to be humble. That's what, not that Vlahovic would have signed, but that's the sort of angle you got to sell to Vlahovic because you can't tell him, but yo, we're trying to, definitely can't say the Glazidis thing and say, oh, we're, we're thingy. We're, we're, we're trying to do the Bayern Munich thing with Bayern Munich level. It doesn't make sense, does it, man? You know, for me, again, this tells me there's no targets for the season. This means whatever happens is is, is acceptable. Wherever we feel fit finishes, whatever, really, really and truly. It's, 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 it's really scary where we're going, if I'm completely honest with you. It's very, it's very scary if I'm completely honest with you. And it's almost a kick in the teeth as an Arsenal fan, you know. And I've got a couple of tweets that we can go through because I think these are quite interesting. Don't forget, though, people, obviously, 11.30 settings. 
make sure you're there the good work don't stop i might do a deadline day live stream later but it, it just feels like what's the point where arsenal's good sir but as you lot know la rams to face cincinnati bengals in home super bowl after thrilling nfl championship on sunday as you know they got through and you could actually see you you could see Cronke speaking people you know obviously here Mr. Kroenke, first off, you're going to the Super Bowl. Going to the Super Bowl. You seeing him speak about Arsenal? Well, I mean, Steve, you, I've known you a long time. You know, we worked on this project Boy. for a, a number of years, and, and uh, it's wonderful to see it come to fruition. You heard man speak about Arsenal like this. Game, the big game in our house, our house. And, uh, you know, just look at the crowd. I mean, these fans are wonderful so proud of the players and the coaches. Sean always used the word resilience. And boy, I mean, they had to be today. But I have to Francisco is a great team. So I also must be nice, man. Must be nice. Last year, the stadium opened with no fans. First year with fans, you know the Super Bowl is coming. And to have your team. You ever seen a man talk? How much does that mean to the Super You've seen the athletic. And you personally knowing that it's your team that's going to christen this dome in the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, you know, I know that it means a lot to the area, and we're proud of it. I mean, uh, this is, you, you work across the street sometimes, I know, and so you're very aware of what we're, we're doing here. <laughs> so, I said he's a real person. It means a lot to the area. I mean, the economic benefits, I'm, I'm Bro, really proud of coming here. Imagine hearing your owner speak like this. And the mayor, mayor and I talk. Of, imagine this. He's really pleased with what we've been able to accomplish. Have you, heard, have you ever heard the name Arsenal come out his mouth? Last question. At the beginning of the season, you saw your general manager go out and make the trade for Matthew Stafford. They were aggressive oh, this season getting Von Miller. And talking about the manager signing players. Mad thing. So far, it looks like it's worked. Right, right. I mean, I mean, it's a little different strategy as I've said. Man, I say the Rams are cold as well. believe in our development people and the ability to develop a lot of these players. Third, fourth round, fifth round. We really had some great players developed here. They kind of move on. And Please uh, don't do what, but 407. Well, we're done. That way. And so you put faith in them, and they've been able to produce. Trust so, um, I'm real proud of them. And, and you, you watch some players come up. Boy. You know, that Nick Scott and... Man's name dropping players, blood. You heard Saka's name come out his mouth. Donny don't even know who Saka is. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. How about that? How about that? All, all now the screens. Sorry, people. Let's go back. Like, boy, you know, must be nice, man. Our managers flying out to America like a bedina. Man, they even get nothing. But yeah. Obviously, when you look at the Cron case, people, um, you know, big up my guy Zed, you know, again, I can't just blame him for everything because they've been taken full ownership in the last three years. They've been owners for the three last three years and invested 200 million. Can you say uh, football's a losing business on the best of days? Can you say there's too much bang for their buck there? You'd have to answer that, people. Obviously, where I'm not happy with Arsenal, or we're all frustrated, we've got we're going to get into a Bamian, but potentially, you know, a Bamian and all the outgoings kind of shaves wages. You should be doing this in the summer, but Arsenal will have on annual basis over 50 million of savings in wages by summer. Makes it possible for the for 
the big three players, they want to take that next step. Fourth was never the target this season. Fourth was never the... Fourth should always be the target, you know. Fourth to sixth place for Arsenal should be the target. We all know was... What I mean by that is, obviously, we finished eighth. We all know we was we wasn't optimistic about being there, but you need to be part of the chasing pack, kind of technically what we are now. This is where I feel when it comes to Arsenal, there's no middle ground. You have a cut, you have extremely negative to the point where nobody can do anything right, or you're kind of deluded and you think Arsenal is where they used to be in the past, or quite frankly, you make a lot of bullshit excuses, really and truly, to the point where are we doing this football club thing or this or this or this thingy. Or, or this kindergarten thing like there's no balance where reality is yeah you shave 50 million in wages but it's is that you know why do we always find a positive spin on stuff where there's really no positives there you know and i think the goalposts move all the time as you can see from this account fourth was never the target this year after outspending every single manager in the league the standards have fallen even lower for Arteta. now to be fair we did spend money kind of rebuilding the squad you know we spent more than city city spent 100 on one player we spent 150 on a couple of them and when you go back to um 2019 you know arteta's targets at that time was to install a culture challenge for the europa league and finish in a respectable position that year he probably did two of the three next season which would have been 2020 21 last year make top four challenge in europe failed to do such so again why are we talking about a new contract already? It's just, it's almost like we're just freestyling what's going on. What, you know, I do think there is some sort of things to be positive about. But again, we don't quite, we, we kind of make two steps, then three back, then four forward. So it's like, you can't always assume, um, assume movement for progress, really and truly. And it goes deeper than just one man, than just the owner, than just the technical director, than just the manager, really. And that's what scares me. There's not a single place I in this club I wholeheartedly believe in. In, like if I was a Liverpool man for Klopp or you know, you might believe in Michael Edwards or whatever if he was there. So it's crazy, man. It's crazy, really and truly. I don't, I think they're a bit harsh because, again, we spent money on younger players, but maybe that's why Kronke was reluctant to commit more because we have, he has spent a lot. Um, moving away from that, these are interesting comments. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Obviously, where I'm scared is, you know, psh, you can see it here. Lacazette and, and Enkete have a combined of two goals from open play in the league this season. So if this is what we're expecting in the 17 league, you know, the 17 league goals left, games left, sorry, where... We still got to play six pointers. We still got to buck West Ham, Chelsea, United, Liverpool, Spurs, Wolves away. Still got to buck Southampton. Still got to deal with Brighton at home. Still got to go to Crystal Palace. Still got to do enough games, enough things, you know. So if we're willing to do that, these lot are not idiots. If we, us as fans can piece these together, surely. And for me, as much as I think Lacazette, he's, you know, he's good for the general play, he's not a goal scorer, Eddie probably needs to leave. It's not even fair on them because they ain't got the credentials to do it. We're putting players in positions that they can't feel well, ultimately they're going to fail. Everybody loved Lacazette's general play. He's been playing the same way. It's just the sentiments changed, man, on him. Lacazette is shot shy. He has 14 shots this season. Gabriel has 14. Now, you know, Gabriel will probably ask to play, you know, play up front if you could. But come on now, like goals win games. What are we, de what are we dealing with? Um, in relation to Isaac, I don't advocate just panic buying and spending, you know. I only want you to buy Isaac, not that we're getting him, is if you genuinely want him. If what I, what I believe is the case, you've scouted him, you like what he's coming. Don't just buy him because you think, shit, 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 we've got to save a bit of face. Don't buy a man and then try to work it out. No, forget the man's strengths. That's obvious why you're going to try to sign him. Know the man's weaknesses, how you're going to improve that 20-year-old in, let's say, four months left if he was to sign today, his next 12 months, his next 18 months, because, you know, clearly... 
out of a starting 11, we've probably got nine pieces to the puzzle. You know, I'm not necessarily convinced with Partey and Xhaka together, but in Arteta's case, them two are your midfielders. I would say a central midfielder in replace of Xhaka there and obviously a striker. So that's what I mean by nine of the of, of the 11 is there. Um, so, yeah, I do, I, I do advocate this and things like that. But, you know... It's a, it's a release clause, it's a release clause business or nothing. And as you can see here, for Bami and Leeds, we're left with sorry, I said 17, it's actually 18 players, really. And again, you're assuming that fair enough, it's one game a week, but you've seen man get injured. Where oh, I hope we can deal with that, but we're asking a lot, we're asking for a, blo a, a, blo a bloody lot, people. And also, when you start looking at things like this, this is where I think people move the goalposts goal um, a lot in this, in, in, the, in, this, in this football thing, if I'm, com if I'm completely honest with you. You know what else can be, you know. That's it. You know, obviously, when you look at this alternative for top six was always the target this season. We, as I said, we assume oh, that this the first sentence assumes that Arsenal's going to finish top six. I want us to be. I think we can, but you know, is it an assurance? And you can say City probably going to win the league. Liverpool are going to be second or third. Chelsea are probably going to end up there. Fourth is a different entity. Can we, with our chess, you can't say you're going to finish ahead. Mathematically, you get. Yeah, I guess you can. You for me, I can't say I don't think Arsenal are finishing ahead of City. We <laughs> have to build it nicely. City, Liverpool, mathematically, I know Ch Arsenal fans were looking at Chelsea and at a point eyeing up second and third, even Granite Xhaka was. But I don't think you can sit here and say as an Arsenal fan, you're gonna finish ahead of Liverpool, Chelsea, or City. Can you wholeheartedly say that's three places out of the six already gone? Can you say you're gonna finish ahead of West Ham? Can you say you're going to finish ahead of United? Can you say you're going to finish ahead of Spurs? All of these teams should fancy it. You can't. So top six might be the target. And on face of it, you should have enough to do. But it's a, this sentence, the first thing assumes that it's, a, it's an assurance. Don't Listen, we've done well to claw our season back from August, but don't think we've arrived or done anything. I know Arsenal fans like to chop and change the table to help them, but it doesn't mean anything. The club is happy with that. The club can't be happy. The club's complacent because even if it was just a top six thing, should you not bring in a midfielder or a striker that can give you the push, you know? And you look at Spurs and say, all right, cool, we got our team. We're looking better than them. United are looking rubbed. We've got this. Instead, you're relying on a lot. And to be honest with you, We've got a young squad. If it came down to it, United, Spurs and West Ham, they're more street smart than us. Our young players, they're still... Obviously, Ben White, Gabriel, Tommy Asu, these lot are more experienced than a couple of other young guys. But we've got a young and naive side. And sometimes you've seen when the pressure is on, it's mad. Look at Lokonga, you know? It's crazy. So the plan is to get top six and build the squad back up when we're in Europe. No shortcuts. I mean, this is sounding... Respect to JB, but it's sounding like just finding excuses where there is none, none really and truly. Like, you, this is what I mean by you either, you either get extremely toxic negativity or extremely toxic positivity where both are kind of lies, really. We're denying the truth, really and truly, you know? And you just look at the quote teams. Get me, 250 spent, no European football, one game a week, out of the FA Cup, out of the league. Top six is accept it, quote unquote acceptable to me, but this is where I mean where we're finding excuses. It just feels like we're finding many. And like I see here, after bragging about second since Christmas table, for me, surely you can't go from eyeing up top four, man, are looking at third and second to saying, you know, to just assuming you're gonna get top six, really and truly. You know, it's 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 crazy. It really, it really is bewildering, genuinely. We really at times, man, like there's no balance when looking at a lot of these things. And again, like my guy Alex has said here, well, I say my guy, I don't know Dunny, but I don't seem to remember Arsenal fans being gracious with Wenger when we lost the league 
the title to Leicester because we didn't expect to beat Chelsea City to the title before the season. It's almost like expectations can change during the season based on changing circumstances. Of course, 100%. Really and truly, and for me again, it's gonna it's it's tough. Look, these guys have two goals between them for open play. We're expecting them to do the business in the next seventeen games. I hope there's a purple patch. I hope Eddie can make a name for himself. And I almost don't understand the situation. On one hand, Balogun, Tyrese, John, Jules, all these guys needed to go on loan, but I can't see our plan for up front. Now we've got Pepe to come in. These guys can do things, but who's gonna be the number nine? Cool, you know, Lacazette, we might, for me, you might as well, you know, we know what Lacazette gives us. He doesn't bring goals in, but historically, you know, but he does the general play thing. You might as well do that. Eddie, if you get an opportunity, take it if it comes really, 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 really and truly. But it's it's, it's quite scary. It's quite bewildering, really, with what we're doing. That It's just so, as much as certain certain circumstances are out of our control, We it feels like we self-inflict further problems at this club, in my in my humble opinion. But what do I know, man? I'm just a simple football fan with an opinion, man. But it is what it is in that regards. What else are you lot saying, man? Keep your opinions coming. It's kind of sad to say fourth was never the target when that should be the minimum. It should always be the, the target, you know. Whether you reach it or not, it should always. that's what we should always be aspiring for. Eddie couldn't finish his dinner. We're scared to take our chance. You can take steps, but when you, but when chance to fast track the process is there, you have to take it. I've never trusted the process. Our football standards and our tether doesn't meet them. That's sad, but I can't like say anything. Really? You come like a piggy bank to him. A man said Arsenal is his side chick. You don't publicly speak about your side chick. Facts. According to the to a report, the team is okay with not signing anyone this season because the goal is to finish top six. But is but even if it that is the case, do you have the tools at your disposal to finish top six? You know, can you set goals win games? Can you look at the people that you're fighting for Europe and say you're going to outscore them? Regardless of what it might say statistically, can you say you're going to continue if you are doing it? You're going to outscore West Ham. You're going to outscore United. You know, I back us to outscore Spurs, but at the same time, they brought in some man and Kane's finding his form. You know, are you going to keep more of a clean sheet than them? Maybe. You know, what's your talisman? At this point in the season, you need, okay, who you need assurances. Okay, my man's going to do his thing. We can get three points. We're assuming, like, just because we're there, that we're back and we're automatically a top 16. We've got to remember, we finished back-to-back -back eighth. We've got no right to have assurances. You know, we've got to go out there and earn it. And I hope existing players can do this thing. But, boy, you know, asking a lot, in my opinion. Asking asking a lot, a lot. So it's almost like the small optimism I had is gone now. If I, I'll be real with you. Like the I'll always support the team, always support the thing, you know. But optimism gone i'll be real with you lot optimism is gone you know they got they pulled me back in obviously i love my football club but i just it, it is what it is really they gave me some optimism with this fighting for europe it's gone now and it's all you know they can win me back but you've lost man i can only go with what's in front of me and i don't like what's in front of me that can't be i'll be real i don't like it i've asked for a center mid i thought we was bringing one in i asked for one in the summer i asked for one in the summer party came in it seems like we're doing the same thing again you know so boy Link with Morata. Morata is just not, it's better than nothing, but he's not good enough. He's someone that probably is, probably somehow as less clinical than Lacazette and Eddie and Ketia. At 29 years of age, whoring himself out to join Barcelona and Xavi, what's his commitment going to be? If you know you're here for four months, are you necessarily going to care? Now, I don't doubt his integrity will give it all to the badge, but he'll be joining a project which isn't nothing like he's been at Juventus, potentially even Atletico, Real Madrid and these things. What's going on there? I don't want no players who think they're doing this club a favour being here. Bro, the club are fine, but even it don't make sense because Eddie's busting out. Now, you have to keep Eddie because you ain't got no one else, but Eddie's busting out. 
you know, hopefully he gets his Newcastle move. He's busting out. I, I told you, look, my call was, I think Eddie's running down his deal. Crazy. It's absolutely crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. It's crazy what we're doing, man. It's, it's, it's part of my language. It's fuckery, really and truly. And I said, I don't care whose fault it is. I don't care if Arteta and Eddie were asking for peas and Kronke saying, no, I don't care if it's all Kronke. I don't know. I don't care if Kronke released the purse strings and them lot have messed it up. Everyone, I ain't got this he shay see shay stuff, you know. Some of you with cousins and siblings, you know, someone might have broke something or someone might have ramped, you know. Your parents or your, or your uncle or grandparents, they ain't got time to see who's who. Everyone's getting beats. It's simple as that. If you didn't do it, then boy, it is what it is, isn't it? Bad things happen to good people all the time. That's what is. I ain't got time for nothing. You know, we, we all I heard was we're working, you know, we're working on transfers. The market is complicated. We're seeing what we can do. This and that fair play. You know, you have shredded, assuming Aubameyang goes to go with Kalajinac and that, you have shredded the wage bill. You have got some players off. But what's going on? Plan in advance. And the thing is, I don't doubt that they had a plan, bro. I don't doubt that Arsenal had targets. But the problem is, much like us on a football field, when... Things happen. You know how they, the boxing saying everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. When we get punched in the face, there's no contingency. There's no, okay, cool. We're targeting these guys, these guys, these guys. But there's this guy who might not be known and might not hit the ground running. But there's this guy that can do a job. There's this lesser profile. If worse comes to worse, there's this agent I can shout and he can make things happen. Like, and this is where, for me, it's not even to make it all about Edu, but for me, this is where you need a, an experienced director of football to make something happen when it gets peaked like this. It's brazy, man. It's very brazy with what's going on. But it is what it is. It is what it is, man. What am I gonna say, man? What what what, what can I say? It is what it is, man. I have to just hold it up, really. Take you know, it is it is it is what it is. That up. Like, what can you say, people? It's baffling. Obviously, a Bamian looks set to keep it moving as well, people. Which brings a tear to my eye, man, because Abamian, he might have been limited for a lot of things, but he was a, a great signing for us. He joined in August and banged. He has given us some good moments. He has carried this team really and truly. We can't forget that. It is what well, it is, people. You know, he departs, obviously, with 92 goals for Arsenal Football Club and 21 assists and 163. It's brazy, really and truly. He leaves with seven goals, in, um, seven goals, four assists in 15. Yeah, he played against some of them goals came against West Brom's under 18s, and he still has four in the league, which I swear is still more than Lacker and, and, and Eddie. Leave with your head held high. For me, it just I just care about you know the contingency plans. And for all the talk about, well, fans switched it. They said, Oh, look at Abamian's integrity, he could leave and he's he, he's still playing and and in, in the season he signed, he was um, in the summer that led to him signing a new deal. Signed a new deal as a money grab. But the man is can't, can't, you know, it's quite, it's quite, obviously payoffs are payoffs, but it's quite alarming how much people are just, just can't wait to get out of Arsenal and, and, and get their wages cut and all these things. And Aubameyang's willing to take a significant weight, um, wage cut to go and join Barcelona. To be fair, you're technically in Europe, you're at Barcelona. I'd rather be on Barcelona's bench than Arsenal's really and truly. So yeah, credit to Aubameyang really. Arsenal are close to an agreement with Barcelona to take Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang on loan until the end of the season. Progress has been made and will be further aided by Barcelona's attempt to sell contract rebel Osman Dembele to PSG. Aubameyang's salary is the main issue to resolve with the 32-year-old understood to be willing to take a pay cut on his estimated 350 a week salary. And it's not even that. That's not his base salary. That's provided certain incentives are hit so that he can be registered with Barcelona. Arsenal want Barcelona to cover as much of his wages as possible, which would help if Barca lose, obviously, Dembele and things like that. 
Eddie's likely to stay at Arsenal should Aubameyang depart. Which, again, if you're surely there's got to be something. If you're letting Aubameyang go, surely there's got to be something. I say got to be, I don't know, man. We all thought surely with letting Ainsley go and things like that and Torreira and Guendouzi in the summer, surely at some point on the agenda was going to be a midfielder. Whether that happened is or not. And again, the club can push for Calvert-Lewin. Is that Vlahovic? I, I don't give a fuck. When I, I, tomorrow, I don't want to see an article on The Athletic about how we tried for anything. I don't care about trying. If you try to pass a test and you fail, you fail. You might not get the grades you need to do to go to uni or get on an apprenticeship or whatever. There's there's no points for trying. At some point, we need to move on, you know. West Ham tried to get Rafinha and Calvin Phillips. That's a crazy one. Arsenal didn't... Let's start with one article at this at one time, people. To reiterate, Barcelona are close to reaching an agreement with Arsenal to sign Pierre and Rick Abamian on loan. Progress has been made in talks between all three parties, Abamian, Arsenal, and Barca. And although a deal is not yet done, it has advanced significantly. Um, it has advanced significantly over the weekend. The main issue left to resolve is the payment of Abamian's wages, as we just spoke about. It is believed Arsenal would not receive a loan fee. But, but but want Barca to cover as much of his wages as possible, so that you can't wait. He can't wait to get out. You can't wait to get rid. You're not even getting a long fee. Fair enough, you saved the wages, but you know, save the. You got to ask yourself: saving the wages, having a player available, if something happens to Aubameyang and uh, happens to Lacazette and Eddie. You know, if something happens to them and you're fighting for top six slash top four and you have a striker that can score goals, which Aubameyang hasn't done, but you have the option and he scores the goals and he helps you get to Europe, what is better? Because, yeah, you're getting a, you're getting a player who's, uh, uh, you know, there's clearly, you know, problems and uh, the quicker this can be dealt with is, is better. Clearly got problems with the gaffer. Clearly a sort of mark that we don't need Arteta to have to speak about every session, you know, every um, um, every, every every training session, every potential part talk to the media. Aubameyang deserves to go somewhere where he can actually play games. And Arsenal fans don't deserve this love drama. But it's not making sense. Boy, so we're not getting that. In the same way, we're going to look at Chambers' thing in a second. None of it is making sense, people. And again, I don't even know if Aubameyang's first, first choice for them. I know he's a Spanish speaker, but they, they want Morel. There's no optional obligation. There's no loan fee. Barca wouldn't do, do you a favour. Um, as you know, Xavi is understood to have identified Aubameyang as his primary target. Allegedly, um, you know, again, apparently Aubameyang wanted to join them since it became clear he's getting rubbed out. He did have offers from Juventus and, and whatever. It's crazy, man. And he's obviously rejected offers. Um Again, I don't, I don't really, I don't really care about this exact thing at this moment in time. Although it initially appeared that Aubameyang's exit might be contingent on Arsenal sourcing a replacement, that is not necessarily the case, and they are proceeding with this process regardless of that fact. As things stand, nobody is close to being acquired before deadline day. So that tells me there's no targets in this season. There's probably no pressure because if this is any, if you're Newcastle, let's just let's just use this logically now. If you're Eddie Howe and it's the same bullshit that's happened with Aubameyang. And and Arteta, but we say Eddie Howe, and I don't know. Let's just say Joe Linton, you know, or or or, or Chris Wood, or whoever. You've got to be a bit smart because you're probably going to have to use them to stay in the league. The same way, it's not the same. But Thomas Tuchel and Lukaku have been beefing. Tuchel knows I'm going to have to use man from now to the end of the season. In the summer, I can do my thing. But this tells me that there's no pressure. We're not trying to achieve anything. We've got no backup plan. What are we doing? Because you're getting no fair enough. He's, they're paying some of the wages, but you know you're not. There's no loan fee, so you're help. You're probably helping them bring next man in. What's going on? You know, us and Wolves have helped Barca for no reason. Significantly low, low, no loan fee. Just like with Adama Traore and low wages. What are we doing? 
unless they're promising to buck you some players soon, I don't know what we're on, people. You know, it's crazy. As you look and see here, Arsenal did not activate a clause in Callum Chambers' contract that allowed him, allowed them, sorry, to extend his deal by a year before his move to Aston Villa. Um, we all know he signed for Villa on a three-and-a-half-year deal. The move was facilitated by the fact that Chambers had entered the final six months of his Arsenal contract and has left some, some, some supporters questioning whether the club have the necessary depth to maintain the top four challenge, top six challenge, because you've got three centre-halves now. On the grand scheme of things, that should be enough for 17 games. All it takes is a Gabriel red card. Ben White's got a knock. What are you doing in defence? You're probably pulling... Ben, you're probably pulling Tomiyasu into centre-half and then Cedric comes in. And then, as you've seen, on top of a team that isn't exactly the most fluid it could be in terms of progressing from play from the defensive third to the middle third, it's further crippled. It's almost like Edu and Arteta weren't players. It's almost like we haven't done seen this, you know, last season, this season. We've seen Arsenal can be dealt a cruel hand, so it's frustrating. I, know, I get it, you know, we're free in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, Kalajanac, Chambers, who is probably isn't earning the much, Abamian is freeing up wages and freeing up resources. But if the resources aren't being reinvested to help us, what are we doing? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, Arsenal held an option to extend Chambers' contract until 2023, triggering that additional year would have granted Arsenal greater control over the situation, enabling them to demand a significant fee for Chambers or even allowing him to leave on loan before reconsidering the situation in summer, much like Xhaka. The Athletic can reveal that went out the window because that clause expired at the end of December. So in a bit like you're hearing no noise about El Nene, Lacazette, the decision was made to, about this with Chambers, really. Whether by accident or by design, Arsenal allowed the clause to elapse without activating it. That placed Chambers in a position of strength, essentially placing his future in his own hands. A move to Villa was subsequently swiftly agreed. So there's that. David Ornstein, as, as you already know, allegedly Barcelona and Aubameyang will be, well, will be uniting soon. His prospective move to Barcelona will come down to this. As you know, the main issue was around salary. Once again, it's believed Arsenal would not receive a loan fee, but Barcelona, but want Barca to cover as much of his wages as possible, which would be a huge saving, but may be complicated by their financial state. And it's crazy, man. The situation is being handled from Arsenal's perspective by technical director Edu, which, again, you might have to sit there and say, Arteta, oh, I know you want to get rid of Aubameyang and, and whatnot, but we're not bringing in another striker. You might need to be helped in that regard. Pardon me. The situation is being handled by Edu, but any decision will be taken in conjunction with Mikel Arteta, the executive leadership and the board. Although it initially appeared that Aubameyang's exit might be contingent on Arsenal's source and replacement, that is not necessarily the case. And they are proceeding with this process regardless of the fact that as things stand, nobody is close to being acquired before deadline day. The sighting of Real Sociedad's Isaac in the English capital on Saturday fueled speculation that the Swede, who is a long-term target, might be switching to the Emirates Stadium. But there are currently no developments in that regard. We're going to focus on that a bit more um, at 11.30, people. So, yeah, man. Dark day indeed, dark day indeed, really and truly. So, yeah, that's Aubameyang, folks. But, you know, 11.30, we'll deal with that. You know, Maratta and Isaac and all, all of these sort of duns, man. It's it's a it's an absolute crazy one, man. Well, Aubameyang's been dog-ish in the same way man might say that about Laka. I don't rate Callum Chambers. I don't rate necessarily Pablo Marie. They can move. I didn't, I'm not going to cry over to Rero and Guendouzi, but it's about the knock-on effect that letting certain people go have for the squad. I don't give two Max monkeys about this Aubameyang thing. I care about my club, you know, respectfully. 
him leaving, regardless of his form, means you know you've had three options to play up front. You've got two now. If something happens to them, you're in a dangerous game. You'd as I said, if it's cold, you'd rather have too many jackets than not enough. And we've already we've got one hoodie on. We're backing it off. We ain't even got a t-shirt. Man, I just out there. You know when you're just going to take shopping out the car for your mum or something. You know you're just out. It's a hoodie. There's no t-shirt on. Man, man's nipples are getting all are getting all cold and shit. What's going on? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's self-inflicted problems as well because I'm going to hear people say, "Woe is me." That I do feel that at times of our club, we do. Woe is me. You know, we 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 lack self-awareness. It's like we make several mistakes and do nonsense. Arsenal have no intention to find a solution for Eddie and Ketia on deadline day. Newcastle approaches have been turned down. Um, also yesterday, he's expected to stay until the end of the season, then could leave as a free agent. People, so that's that with Eddie and Ketia and Aubameyang people. Uh, what would that be? That'd be 47, in fact. Farewell, farewell, Abamian. No new signing, and I really hope there's a surprise. But at this time, I can you know hope for the best, prepare for the worst. The preparing for the worst is that the 17 18 players that are still left and still available that's what we're doing, and let's just hope for miracles in it. But I think success is, is 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 not a coincidence. You have to take active steps and it's like, you know, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Or you fail to react to whatever plan you had, you're going to fail, really. It is what it is in that regards, man. It is, it is what it is. You know, shout out to the other teams, though, because there's some exciting things going on. You know, Bruno Guimaraes over there at Newcastle. Unfortunately, Bentacore and Kulisevsky over there at Spurs. Luis, Di Luis Diaz has signed for Liverpool, you know, probably missing certain things out. But there's been some there's been some some lit things going on, really, really and truly. Um so let's get in. Let's get into all of that, people. Let's get into all of this. West Ham looking at Darwin Nunes, something we should be trying to do. But allegedly, he wants Champions League football. So it all starts to you start to paint a picture, really and truly, with that. Obviously, let's get into some of these these headlines. I've got. I know some of you are probably seeing beer tabs open, and you can see why. First things first. On a serious note, serious serious note. Mason Greenwood, I've spoken about it at length. We all know the, you know what, what's what now. You know, first things first, thoughts and prayers and, and whatnot to the young girl who's sadly suffered this. You know, she's the only one that matters, you know, really and truly. By God's grace, she gets the help that she needs and is able to somehow piece back together her life, really and truly. Because, you know, domestic abuse, domestic violence, rape, these are things that, you know, the physical wounds might heal, but mentally you've 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 almost you've basically murdered someone. You've robbed that girl. Whatever that girl was like, she's not going to be the same. You've killed some sort of spark internally within her, Mason Greenwood. As for Mason Greenwood, I don't understand. I get it. All this, oh, he's thrown his career away. You know all of this. Fuck his football career. It's a human being thing. First, forget the fact that he plays for United and and he's a footballer in that. It's a human thing. And what scares me and what upsets me, yeah, is. You know, there's certain people who can't speak about things like this, you know. Again, one thing that helped this get traction, let's be real, is the fact that she's the girlfriend of Mason Greenwood and the fact that this twat plays for United in England. What if it was just a common a common Joe Bloggs? There's people suffering in silence, hearing a lot of people doing foolishness, like, why is she recording it? Obviously, if she's recording it, this has been happening for a while. And it's a bit different for allegations. I can't lie. Unless there's some mad voice changer thing, which I doubt. Bro, man, it's, it's very disturbing. He did that, he, you know... 
innocent until proven guilty disclaimer somehow but boy the writing's on the wall and we all know he's been told by manchester united you're not training or playing until obviously things are concluded he's been arrested on suspicion of rape and assault and it scares me because you saw the statement from her from her dad you know the very people she's meant to trust in um she's meant to trust in her boyfriend and her dad she can't so then again the way she looks at males, forget in the future for her boyfriend and all these things. Um, when she, when by God's grace, she moves on. How she fucking interacts with someone at Sainsbury's, a male cashier, you fucked it. Mason Greenwood, there's no words for this sort of twatness, you know. The 20 year old remains in custody for questioning and inquiries are ongoing. The reality is, she needs, if she doesn't press charges, then it's only going to go so far, really and truly. And the thing that scares me is it's not what you know, it's not what's right or wrong, it's what you can prove and what narrative you can paint in the future. I mean, in court. And let's be real, Greenwood's money is long. You know, he's probably got the best lawyers that could, that his money can buy. You know, you know how the thing's set already, so it's sadly almost a losing game. It wouldn't surprise me if there's some sort of out-of-court out stuff that goes on really really and truly as you know things were postponed united has said we are aware of images and allegations circling on social media we will not make any further comment until the facts have been established manchester united does not condone violence of any kind you know and i don't care how much he's you know i don't care how many appearances he's made again any females or any males anyone suffering with domestic abuse or things like that please try and get help i know it's easier said than done i know you have to think about things i know it's not as easy as picking up the phone and whatnot because you know it's, it's it's deeper you know sometimes you've seen stories where a woman might just go and tell the police what's going on but she still has to go back to the yard and there's no there's no what the things called again charges brought up and then it turns into a murder case so it's not as easy as just speaking but please if you need any help and recovery please just speak to someone in it Fuck Mason Greenwood, man, you absolute bastard, man. Absolute bastard. William, you're you're you will speak about you later. Your face is disgusting me and upsetting me because you were so mediocre at my football club. Chelsea fume as Premier League strict COVID rules hit club sponsorship deals while Newcastle targets are reluctant to join strugglers without the promise of relegation release clauses. Continuing COVID measures are causing frustration among some of the bigger Premier League clubs, including Chelsea, who have met their feelings known. The issue they have is that an inability to provide access to players, thanks to bubbles, is causing problems with big commercial partners. Firms who spend millions in sponsorship have time with big stars to promote their products built into their contracts and fail to provide failure to provide such activity thanks to restrictions is causing unrest. The last thing clubs want to do is start paying out refunds for unfulfilled agreements. So it doesn't matter about the players' health. Just the fact that they can't promote bullshit. Okay, cool. I'm not going to continue to read that. Obviously, as well, before we get into transfers, Frankie Lampard is back in the Prem. Everton appoint former Chelsea boss as new manager to replace Rafa Benitez. Uh, Duncan Ferguson and Vito Pereira were also interviewed. You know, Rooney kind of turned it down. You know, Frank Lampard is back. And whether he can help new, um, Everton turn their season around is another thing. But yeah, he's joined them. Paul Clement will be his assistant manager. And I think he's taken a couple of other Chelsea dons with him as well. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. Shout out to Christian Eriksen. We all know he had a tough time with, obviously, his heart. He signed for Brentford people after, obviously, his cardiac arrest. So, it's nice to see, first and foremost, that he can be in a healthy situation where he can even consider playing football again because that probably was not the priority. If we scroll the way down, Burnley have allegedly entered the race for the... Um, Divock Origi, who, you know, probably is allowed to go. That'd be a good signing for Burnley, really. Liverpool are pushing for Fabio Carvalho and are willing to let him stay at, at Fulham until the end of the season. He'd be a good signing for them. 
Uh, Spurs, as we know, it looks like Ndombele is close to leaving. First, it was, you saw Roma, Valencia, PSG. It looks like he's going to Lyon, folks. Um, returning better yet to Lyon. Apparently, there's going to be a buy option. Probably not for the 50, 60 million they spent. It just hasn't worked out for Ndombele for whatever reason over there at Spurs, people. Uh, scrolling all the way down. Dundee United have been tipped to secure a loan deal for Arsenal midfielder Tim Akinola. Why not? The 20-year-old probably isn't going to make the grade at this club. So go and put yourself in the shop window. Abamian is closing in on a Barcelona move. Etike, um, you know, who's at Reims, could be joining Newcastle. So that probably puts dead in the water Enketia's move. Um Todd Cantwell, forgot he was a Prem footballer, really and truly. His contract is running down. He's not been allowed to leave. Van der Beek is in Liverpool undergoing a medical ahead of his loan move to Everton, where he'll play under, obviously, Frank Lampard. Aaron Ramsey was linked with Burnley, but it now seems that he's close to actually going to Wolves, people. It's understood to... Ramsey is understood to have rejected the advances from Palace and Burnley already this month. Boy, I mean, Wolves, you get Aaron Ramsey, you give us Ruben Neves, please. I mean, Arsenal need to go listen... Ruben Nevers, Basuma, Douglas Louise, just apply some pressure and see what can be done, man. Because we can't go for no one that's not in the country per se, with the exception of if you activate it is at release clause, you know, you could get it done. And, you know, I think just like with Partey, his club would be allowed to obviously, they'll be given an extension to bring in a replacement. Big up Jermaine Defoe, he's in talks with Sunderland, folks. Uh, uh, targets are. Uh, uh, um, targets and uh, a Newcastle, a Newcastle target. <laughs> Targ Matt Target is a target for Newcastle, who have just signed Dan Byrne. Uh, Doncaster Rovers are in talks to sign Rio Griffiths. I mean, it didn't work out for him leaving Spurs and going Leon. It didn't, you know, not everyone leaves and goes abroad and does a mad thing. Lacelso is set to join Villarreal. Bournemouth in talks for Todd Cantwell. What a fall from grace that is. Tottenham, you've got Kulisevsky and Bentacle, so I'm not too sure if I should if I should believe this, but allegedly they're entering the race for. Douglas Louise and willing to fight us for that. Danish connection between Thomas Frank and Eriksen, you bet ya. Apparently, Ramsey could go to Rangers. They just need to agree personal terms. What a move that would be for, for the young... Well, I say young, man. He's not young anymore. You know, Ramsey's still 17 in my head. Arsenal not close to signing anyone. You know, I, just, I ain't got the heart to read that, man. You know what? Fuck it. I've got, an, I've got a duty, man. I've got, a, I've got a duty to read it. Arsenal are not close to bringing anybody in. They look to reinforce the striker position and were prepared to throw everything at Dusan Vlahovic, it, it would seem. But he never seemed to want to come. You've known that since October. He wanted to stay in Italy and continue breaking goal-scoring records there. And he's going to get that opportunity at Juventus. There were other players that Arsenal admired. Isaac, who has been a target for quite some time and may continue heading into the summer. Dominic Calvert-Lewin as well. Arsenal, Aaron Ramsey. Arsenal tried to do a deal for Juventus midfielder Arthur and spent a lot of time on that. Don't Is he at the club? It doesn't matter. But it wasn't possible in the end. Despite technical direct Eddie reaching some sort of agreement, the board would, the deal wasn't sanctioned by the board. There's all this back and forth exploring different avenues. I guess we cannot rule out a late move, maybe alone, but there'll be frustration for Mikel Arteta. Clearly, they, they would have liked to have done more in an ideal world, but that ideal world hasn't materialised in January. There's no excuses. You know, is our situation is it harder for us or Newcastle to bring players in? I know Newcastle have the bag and money, money talks, but left, right, and center, Newcastle were getting shaked for targets. Man, they want to sign for them, and it does look a bit bewildering. It looks like they're signing players to prepare for the championship and players to help them stay in the league both at the same time. But they made it happen, you know. Spurs were getting rejected by a bear man, they've made it happen. 
Who's even anyone that you've... How do you know Liverpool never got rejected for bear man and they've made it happen? It happens. We know January is a difficult time to do business. Some people make it work. I've, there's no excuses. No excuses. Make something happen, please. By the time, what, it's 11 a.m. now, by 11 p.m., I need to see something, really and truly. Shout out to Ericsson once again for returning to, you know, the Premier League with, with Brentford. Shout out to Brentford for giving man a chance. It does look like Osman Dembele will be joining PSG, but United links are not going away. Um, West Ham hoping to complete move for Benfica, striker Darwin Nunes. The player is currently in Uruguay, so again, logistically, they're probably up against it. He's got 20 goals in 25, and this is who we need. West Ham apparently also remain in talks for Hugo Eketike, people. The 19-year-old's got eight goals in 10. Still very raw, very, you know, still waiting to fill out, a bit lanky and that. But yeah, man, that's him doing his thing. Allegedly, Man City are open to Raheem Sterling. Office is a bit late in the day to entertain any any of that, isn't it, people? Really and truly, as already said, credit to Spurs. We laughed at them, but you should last laugh, laugh, last laugh, last people. You know, credit where due. You know, again, Spurs were getting rejected by Man. They made it work. They're signing Kulisevsky and Bentacore. Um, and it looks like then Endombile and Brian Gill, Brian Gill going on loan. Endombile, I don't know right now. It looks like Lacelso might go. I would suspect if, you know, Deli Ali might stay, I don't think they'll let everybody go. But yeah, Spurs are doing what they need to do. And as said, allegedly PSG are in talks to sign Barcelona forward Osman Dembele people. Barca want 20 million, quite a far cry from the 100 odd they spent on him. As we know, they gave him an ultimatum. They gave the 24-year-old an ultimatum. And for what it's worth, people, Dembele would prefer to stay for the remainder of his current deal because you get a loyalty bonus. But Barca have made it clear they want him out and have even threatened to leave him in the stands if he stays, people. So he's kind of got no no, no chance, really, really and truly. He either makes the move or you don't play football. At least that's the threat, really. Big up everyone who's been following and subscribing, by the way. Appreciative to such. Darwin Nunes is quality, man. This is supposed to be a nice week away from Arsenal, but it never does. It never ends, does it? No, it doesn't, my guy. It's, it's. I don't know if it's the optimism or, 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 or whatnot that ends up with you in this spot, people. Let me see what other transfer deadline day news there is. As you know, Zachariah seems to be moved. Dennis Zachariah seems to be moving closer to Juventus. Dan Burns obviously joined joined Newcastle. Arsenal have done fucking nothing. Alleg allegedly, talk of Aaron Ramsey to Wolves are, wi are wide of the mark. So I don't know what, what that means, people. Dean Henderson apparently is set to sign for Newcastle on loan, allegedly. AC Milan are looking at Deli Ali. Apparently, you know, Tottenham are looking at Osman Dembele. Way, as you know, Newcastle and Newcastle and, and Crystal Palace had bids turned down for Eddie and Ketia. As I said, Ndombele is in advanced talks to return to Lyon. Chelsea have made their interest in Leeds United and Brazil winger clear, but it's likely the 25-year-old will only be available in the summer. As you know, West Ham tried to grab him. Everton could sign up to four players on deadline day. Boy, Nico Williams could be going to Bournemouth. Boy, Bournemouth for an advance talks to sign Woodman from Newcastle. Basuma could move on, allegedly, with teams interested. Throw the bag at the guy, man. 
Brighton allegedly want 45 million. I wouldn't even, you know, for me, if I had to, I'd be going route. I'd had you, it, you can't do it in it because you're not giving anyone time to find replacements. But generally, if I was Arsenal, you've got you got nothing unless there's some other scouting reports and stuff. You know, he's linked with young Brazilian midfielders, probably too late in the day. You, for me, the, the most realistic one is probably Douglas Luiz, just based on the talk. It seems like, you know, of all people, they're kind of open to selling him and whatnot. You go out pursue, you go out Brighton, who we've done a deal with for Ben White. You know, you go go Brighton, you go Aston Villa, you go Wolves, and you see what you could do for Ruben Neves, Basuma, and obviously Douglas Luiz. But hey, you know, even Leicester, it doesn't look like they'll let Telemans go, but maybe, you know, you try a thing in it. But you're asking a lot. There's times going against us. I really hope there's something in the waters. But boy, as an honest football fan, I can't convincingly say there is people. Don't forget, people, 11.30, we go live again, same way, which the link is there for you guys. What can you say, man? What can you say? I'm trying to see if I've missed anything out. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think I have, man. You know, really. Like, let me go on goal.com and see if there's anything as well. Like, which they, to be honest, all these papers are gonna say the same ish, really. You know, we've been linked with the Thomas, where one minute them links got quashed and then they didn't. Um, so it is what it is. Yeah, Aaron Ramsey could be joining Rangers on loan. Apparently, Barcelona want Di Maria as part of a Dembele deal. That would be good for them. If I was Messi, I'd be vexed if he's leaving. Aston Villa have agreed agreed to loan um, target to Newcastle. Obviously, they've just signed Luca Dean. Har you know, Harvey Vell has been subject to interest from Championship clubs. Chelsea has said no. Allegedly, they're letting Adjuring go on loan. But hey, you know, allegedly, allegedly, a fee has been agreed for Nunes between West Ham and Benfica. Arsenal are being linked with a last-ditch attempt for Morata. Where I don't now, I get it. There's, you might as well just stay with what we have. There's no point replacing Meady with Meady, but we do need an option. So yeah, everyone's making movements. Everyone's making things happen. About apart from one of the clubs that need to, Leeds are United allegedly are interested in Chelsea midfielder Kennedy. I'm not sure if they'll let him go without their problems at, le um, at left back. Renato Sanchez and Sanchez allegedly has turned down a move to AC Milan, even though the Italian club agreed a fee in the region of 25 million euros with Lille. So, boy, it is what it is where that's concerned, people. Like, it, it genuinely is, it is what it is. What more can you say? Is that bid being rejected? Crazy one, man. You know, we've got twats here. My birthday today is the B day of my friend. Du -du 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 -du. Can you wish him happy birthday? Like, I don't like I ain't got Google, man. Man, trying to make me say Italian, Italian phrases for God is a pig, pork God again. Blasphemy, I believe in, in jar and that. But you know, it's too early in the morning. You got to wake up quicker than that, man. Hey, respectfully, in English, suck your mum through a straw, you dickhead, you. And I meant that. You tried it, man. I don't know. I was gonna say I respect you for trying, but I don't respect you for trying, man. Someone block this pussy out of you, man. Get get the fuck out of here, man. You know, you try to be a funny boy. Your, your dad's probably a funny boy as well, though. Hell out of here, man. Man tried it. 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 You already got banned, man. What in the weirdo? Yo, a weird you, man. I know you're laughing somewhere with your dick out, but come on, man. Mature up, man. 
the audio is disturbing. It sounded like a girl, like the girl wasn't scared or shocked like this has happened before. It has, bro. What scared me with that is Greenwood's thing, man. Greenwood, like, he's saying shit like fucking pull your pants down or some shit like that. It's like, bro, how are you turned on with that? And how, that's not how you speak to someone you meant to love. What's going on, man? The dad's a pussy, oh man. He put money over integrity, or he probably put his, he probably put his, you know, his, his my family names being dragged through the mud. You know, that his dad's clearly someone that's open to Greenwood's hush money. And that's what scares me, you know. When you the, the time you need support the most, your dad, who the first ever male, I assume you, you know, you ever felt love and comfort from was your dad, he's snaking it. Boy, probably divided the fam. Pussy old antics, man. Pussy old antics for true, man. Another window wasted on giving players away and no incomings. I don't want to hear any of our fans giving excuses when we start slipping down the table. McTetra and Edu decided that training trip to Dubai was more important than signing players. To be fair, Edu has stayed in the UK, but he might as well have gone because what's going on? I do hope that, you know, there's a lot to do again. I'm not fin I said I'll shut my mouth to the end of the window, but until then, myth. Bro, there's bro, man is 20 years of age, man. There's nothing to do with being young, bro. You know, you don't force yourself upon people. You do, in, in always, you know, you don't do them things. So Greenwood's got no excuse. And you know, them them sort of crimes there. Well, there's you know what needs to have jungle justice, the only thing for them, man. They that way proper waywardness, man. I've I have i got no 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 time, no time for this sort of wayward antics, man. Apparently, a medical has been done successfully between Kulisevsky, for Kulisevsky in London. So an official um, announcement is due for Kulisevsky and Bentacor. So that probably means Spurs are doing their social media things. Don't hear nothing about this 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 Raul de, de Thomas brother, man. Isaac is back in 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 Spain now. Wait. But why are we bucking Armenia? It, why is Armenia? Why are we? Oh. <sighs> Fuck you, though, man. What did Lowski say? I mean, respectfully, what could Lowski say that we're not all saying? But all right, what's he, what's Lowski said? Lowski ain't nothing but a tramp. I mean, we know he's a pussy out. Like, I mean, respectfully, we all know that. Shout out to him. But what I would say is, yeah, man. Shout out to Burnley are making things happen, man. Burnley have replaced. Burnley have let a striker go and replace one. My word, can you believe that? Can you believe that? Can you Adam and Eve it? Bracey. Selling players or loaning players comes with bringing people in. Crazy. Who knew that? Who knew that? That is crazy, man. I never knew that. I never knew that. Oh, Lord have his mercy on me, man. Lord have his mercy on me. I'm just going to break, man, one day, man. What more can you say, man? What more can you say? In fact, the only thing I have to say is, people, with that being said, I don't think we've got anything more to say here, people. Really appreciative to you lot tuned in. What else have you lot got to say? Van der Beek's been confirmed. Everything's getting confirmed but us, man. It's like, 
We're, well, it's confirmed that we're not doing nothing, man. You know, it's a cold day for Arsenal fans at this moment in time. Even colder than this green tea. Let me drink it. Ugh. That wasn't the best, was it? But yeah, it is what it is, man. What are you gonna what are you gonna do, man? What you have to do is hold it up, like what the fuck? Why is my video playing? I was about to say they're doing a serious problem if the video that I'm meant to do is playing because I'm you know the, the, the guy ain't there really. It's crazy, man. Mad thing is, I would generally take him. No, man, that's the thing. They're twanging us now. Don't let desperation twang you, man. Closest we've been to top four. Closest we've been in to top four in years, and we let it slide. Sometimes it is better to remove, but that I don't think that's applicable in Arsenal's situation. We've needed to do both. Like I can't lie, I can't accept that. What I'm not going to do is be ridiculously negative to the point where veins are popping off in my head, you know. But what I'm not going to do is try and rationalize nonsense. I do think Arsenal fans do that. We rationalize a lot of nonsense. You know, you either. A lot of fans are ridiculously negative about shit and a lot of people rationalise things. We could finish just above relegation. Well, we never got relegated. It shows us advert this team has to go through adversity. Like, man, I'm doing my head in with this BS now, man. It's brazy, man. It's brazy, it's brazy. You're right, though, in general, but I just feel a lot of fans, is really like balance, much like our, our team. We haven't got balance at all. <sighs> As I said, man, you just need to go around. You need to just go, go, you know, Douglas, Louise, Basuma, you know, Neves, just, you know, Telemans. None of these efforts are going to do anything. For me, you might as well just forget the striker, at least double down on the midfield, you know, because I said, I know I, I wasn't assuming Aubameyang would leave, but probably even with Aubameyang going, I'm more comfortable with the attacking options than the midfield. It's, you know, just make your team hard to beat, man. We got oh yeah, we did get a cameo in that, bro. Bruno Guimara's throwing straight throwing shade. And who is his who is his um agent? I swear it's Kai Jurupkin, or he was involved. Is it any pardon me, any coincidence? Hey, dude, the man them don't even rate you. You know, you gave his client Cedric a four-year deal. The man them don't even rate you. Like you're not even getting ratings. Pardon me. And to be fair, if the club didn't give peas to be bidding for man, so then I can maybe that's why there was no peas put down for Bruno Guimara's. Can't wait till we're offered offered some offered some you know some merchandise and things like a dickhead. I'm gonna buy it as well. Hey man, this club has got me, man. Got no words, people, man. There's what more can you say? Don't forget, I'm live at 4:30 on 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 Twitch as well. We're gonna play FM 11:30 on YouTube, people. <sighs> don't I don't know what to say, man. Again, I'm saying Aubameyang's arrival in Barcelona depends on Dembele's departure, as we heard. But DG, it's only league games. There's 17 games, bro. 17 games left. Seriously. You know, 17 games. Is that enough for 17 games? That's assuming no one gets injured, no one gets suspended, no one loses form. 17 games. And you've got to remember, there's going to come a period, there's always a period, you know, where Arsenal are going to be playing twice in a week because I'm sure there's a week where we're playing Wolves midweek and then on the Sunday or the Saturday. 17, you know, what, 17, 18 players, 17 games left. Three fit centre-halves. Two strikers who don't know about scoring. I'm not, I can only go on what's ahead of me, man. 
You know, I can only go what's in front of me saying, man. It could all work out. It might not. I don't like to take things to chance. I don't like coincidences. And I think considering, as someone said, we've had COVID cases, we've had mad injuries, you know, we've had a lot to get to this point. And for me, if you represent Arsenal or whatever, you should always have a positively pessimistic approach to our players staying fit. And what I mean by that is by all means, assume the man are going to stay fit, all of these things. But we all know everyone on the best of days deals with hella injuries. When it's Arsenal, bro, man get injured. The people helping people recovering from injuries get injured and stuff. We've seen brazy stuff just the other week. No right backs were available. No, the, the team was down. So for me, I can't understand this. I cl Clearly, if the club were getting rid of people with Ainsley and stuff, I do think the club were preparing for something to happen. But this is where you need to be street smart. Maybe the club could have said, you know what, Ainsley, you're not going, Roma, until this is dealt with. How many times have you seen things drag off, drag on? I'm not the only one I won't advocate. Kalajanach and Marie, they needed to go. but And I'm definitely not defending Marie. More so, and I'm not defending Chambers, he can go, but you've got three fit centre-halves. What happens if there's an injury to one of those first-choice centre-halves? As you saw in our last game, it affects how we play out from the back, where it's once like, once we play out from the back on the best of days and it's slapped into midfield, we struggle. Suddenly, you're going to have to pull Tomiyasu out there. So you've killed any relationship Saka and Tomiyasu have. Assuming Saka is fit, God forbid, touch wood if anyone gets injured and all of these things. When we're moving brazy, K, I appreciate you for subscribing, man. Appreciate you for doing your thing, man. Appreciate that. One love to everyone subscribing via Amazon Prime. You can support the channel at no extra cost. Appreciative to everyone who persists with the ads. Appreciate appreciate that, K. I, I can't say that, man. Like, I, 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 I can't. I, like, oops. Something's died in me today, man. Something's died in me. And again, respectfully for me, like, you've got a plan, man. You've got a plan. You know, no other club. Van der Beek has been allowed to leave now at the end of the window. As soon as, and again, it's not the same, but as soon as I'm hearing, oh, yo, Pogba's he's getting fit again. Ralph Ranić's talking about him. It, it seems you can keep it moving. Man, I'm not saying you can go. And this is where you've got to be. It's not even an experience thing. It's street smart. Arteta has been in this job what, two years now. His first full season was last season. You dealt with hella injury. Bro, I can't lie. Arteta's dealt with a lot since he took this job. You know, realistically, a lot that's going to help him. But think about it. If you've gone through one experience, shouldn't you be able to now directly relay? This is where I have problems. You can't just say a man's inexperienced. You can't just say Edu's inexperienced. People need to learn. We don't know the Cronkays don't give a fuck. But Edu and Arteta have been in this situation. It's much like the players. Respectfully, just because it helps me paint a picture. When Lukonga's losing the ball in the middle of the park, how many times? A man is saying he's young. We know old habits die hard, but you've seen it firsthand to know things. If I put my hand in a fire, I don't need a more experienced person to tell me the dangers of a fire and, you know, all of these things. I put my hand in the fire, my hand got burnt. Now, if I put my hand in that again, I'm a dickhead. We're doing things, you know. We're fooling ourselves. Everyone gets one chance to mess around. Now, this is a consequence of failing to get things done, having no co contingency plans, incompetence or naivety. Either way, it, the only, you know, if you was to draw a diagram, it's just not good enough. Now, I'm going to shut my mouth until the 11 p.m., but it's peak, people. It's, 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 to call it peak would be an understatement, realistically, but... It is where it is, man. What am I going to say to you, lot, man? All it takes is a couple, man. It's Kalas. It's Kalas. It can get Kalas like that. And even you saw it, even just from Ben White having to do a little thing at right back. The first game he played right back for us, it was lit. 
just from him going to right back, we missed Ben White's charging out from the back against a low block in Burnley. On the best of days, we can't break up low blocks. So when you move the partnership we have developing of Tomiyasu and Saka, when you move our centre-backs around, when you have to do something, put someone else somewhere to accommodate stuff, you lose any sort of balance and fluidity you initially had. The summer's not an excuse, car boy. I hope we get top six. I think with it, with a failure to do anything, you need to target top six, and even top six is a big, big, big battle. I mean, the black kit will look wavy, man. I guess, I guess we really, we really are dressing up for our own funerals these days. But it is what it is, man. On that note, though, I'm just conscious of time, people. So while it's been fantastic with the Twitch gang. I can't lie, you know, keep your opinions, talking points, engagements and things. We're going to, you know, I'm not done yet. We go over to YouTube at 11.30 where I'll be pouring my heart out a bit more. Um, Yeah, really and truly, people, you lot, it's been a fantastic one on here on Twitch. I'm back at 4.30. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's rocking with me on Twitch because soon this will be where all my live content is and replays and stuff will be on YouTube. But I just want to praise you lot for the support you give me when we talk football like now, when we do watch-alongs like yesterday, when we do... um. Football manager streams like at 4.30. I appreciate that, man. Um, I appreciate everything you guys do. And obviously, we're going to test the realms of Twitch even more, man. We're, you can watch TV shows together with each other. So we're going to do that. It's been appreciative to all the members, moderators, subscribers, supporters, people that have been talking, people that have just been silently supporting. Some of you are at the gym, at work, looking after the youths. I appreciate all your support. And, you know, again, it's morning, night, evening, whatever, wherever you are. And I, I appreciate it. Without you lot, there'd be no point coming in and waffling about football in general. So I appreciate that. You lot, stay blessed, stay safe. I'll buck you in 12 minutes um, exactly. Make sure you're following on, on Twitch and, 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 and YouTube and that. Most importantly, have a good start to the week. Let's move that much closer to our goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations. I'll catch you lot in 12 minutes. Because you always just have to act with red lights. I've been given, like...